And welcome back to the Cabin Podcast. It's bonus time on this Thursday. Hello, Anna. Hello, Eric. How are we doing today? Good. I'm Eric Paulson. I'm Anna Elise Beckman. And with us here... I'm Logan Ingram. And welcoming into the cabin, all the way from Menominee, our topic today, the beautiful city of Menominee, Wisconsin, and its surroundings in Dunn County, we welcome Tammy Simon into the podcast. Yeah, well, we should have like a, you. a clap and snap button sure, over maybe. there. <laughs> Tourism director from the Nominee Area Chamber. I'm super excited. I'm excited. I, I remember we went there, Eric, what mm-hmm. was it, now a year ago? We filmed there in Blue January Vans. of, I think, 2022. So yeah. a little over a year ago. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. That Holy was one cow. of your first shows you produced, Just right? Over a year. It, it was, yes, mm-hmm. it was Chill It Out in Wisconsin. And yes. And it originally started as fall in Wisconsin, but then we ended up moving into winter very quickly, as uh, happens in Wisconsin, And um, which I'm kind of happy about, because Menominee was a great time in the middle of winter. Uh, it was the first time I got to meet Tammy, who had just, at the time, started working um, right. for Menomine- Menominee Tourism. Yes. Um, and she was a blast. We We don't always get phenomenal five-star clients but you were definitely yeah. one of them so <laughs> set the bar high right yeah it's we had a blast the beer, with you. and the town the community was awesome <laughs> i mean it it's not always that i enjoy having um clients or people who are representing the client on set but it was really fun and really helpful to have you around so um, we did a lot of fun things that shoot. We did. Yeah, that was a fun one. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we're chronicling Menominee in greater detail, which is nice because the podcast allows for a little bit more of that free-flowing conversation. Uh, Menominee, a great college town, great logistics center. It's right between the Twin Cities and Eau Claire. Recreational Paradise. We'll be getting into all of those things right here on The Cabin. So, Tammy, why don't we start? Uh, there's a lot of Menominee references across the state. There's the Menominee River mm-hmm. that runs along the Wisconsin-UP border. There's Menominee Falls, a suburb of Milwaukee. Uh, there's Menominee County, which is right. part of uh, the Menominee Reservation in the north woods of Wisconsin. And then there's the city of Menominee, all of which are spelled slightly different. Mm-hmm. So, and this one is M-E-N-O-M-O-N-I-E. Yes. Which I'm sure a lot of people misspell. Mm-hmm. All the time. I did this morning. I was trying to tell somebody how to do the put in our email address, and I misspelled the Menominee Chamber. So, you know, it happens to all of us. It can, I guess. Well, why don't you give us the basic lay of the land of, of was, your city, and it's the it's the seat of Dunn County, and just just paint the picture for us to begin. Well, we are, we are like you said, conveniently located between that Eau Claire and Minneapolis. So we're like 70 miles from Minneapolis and about 25 from, from Eau Claire. So there's plenty right of Right along I-94 and right, US-12. Right I mean, off right of 94. The, yeah. So it's very easy access. We have a lot of attractions that are super easy access as well. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we kind of concentrate on. My little mantra for Menominee is like, we don't have everything, but we have something for everyone. There's something that's mm. going to pique your interest and something that's going to be entertaining for you or your family or your friends. Um, but it's it's kind of nestled right around Lake Minoman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Lake Tainer to the north. So it is a lot of recreational area. We have miles and miles of 
groomed trails for snowmobiling and ATVing and hiking and cross-country skiing. And so um, it's kind of that little oasis between mm-hmm. the two, maybe we call it that, um, where you can kind of just go and it's it's pretty relaxing there. That's that's the best thing about it. It really is. It's a great place to kick back. It's along the Red Cedar River, too, which expands into those lakes. Right. And yeah, that's... You- I was just gonna say that's a really cool, a really cool area if people haven't explored that. Listening, um, and the fact that it is so close to the lake, and mm-hmm. you know, there's bike trails or walking trails, if you will, right along right. the lake, and it, it's just a gorgeous area. College Town UW Stout, which I believe is the only UW campus. Oh no, it's one of two UW campuses not named after the city it's in. Right, and it is uh, Wisconsin's only polytechnic university. Huh. Ah, yeah, big hospitality school too. Very big Very hospitality cool. and golf, mm-hmm. um, and teaching. So there's a lot of um, a lot of great education to be had there. And so you know we our population increases a little bit during the school year, and then during the summertime. Um, we have a lot of visitors that come into town. So there's a constant flow of, of people coming in and out of the city. Yeah, and the campus is actually, a, it's nest, it's adjacent to downtown, we should say. It really kind of weaves into downtown and right across from Lake Monoman. It definitely does. So the campus kind of is on the east end of town and um, there's plenty of park space. And there's the, so it's it actually really is a beautiful complement to the city because the, the grounds at Stout are just um, phenomenal. Like their natural spaces are are great ones to visit and what's nice is when you have a college town on top of everything else menominee has you generally have a very healthy downtown right right our downtown actually has been it's it's been very active in in putting on events especially so Mm -hmm. but but it's a cute little walk through downtown grab a drink stop at a boutique stop at an antique shop um Go to the Mabel Tainer. the Mabel Tainer memorial theater is located um right smack dab downtown and that is a huge museum entertainment center everything kind of located right in the middle um and then we not too long ago in my terms um there's a we built a hotel downtown too so there's kind of that um cultural downtown feel as well so, that one's pretty new isn't it yeah the cobblestones uh, were they still finishing old. it up when we were filming nope it has been, it's older than that. Okay. It is older than that, but it is a great little hotel. And so when we have guests at the Mabel, um, they can just stay in the hotel all of our Cobblestone, we did, we did a whole series for them and they mm-hmm. do a phenomenal yes. job of yeah, those are nice. being right in the heart of the downtown of these smaller cities like right. Menominee, which that's is kind of their niche, which is great. And there's also a, a really good Best Western that's there and a Holiday Inn Express and everything. So a lot of great options for, for lodging, right. Uh, right? whether you want to be along the highway or right downtown. Now you mentioned the Mabel Tainter Center for the Arts. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a name that is ubiquitous with Menominee because of the Tainter Gate. Right. Which that was just kind of a specialty gate that was invented in the city for helping to harness water and channel it. Correct? Right. So the Tainer family, the, the Knapp, Stout and Tainer family are the three big families that kind of settled. And it was a lot of the lumber company, but Andrew Tainer did invent and held the patent for the Tainer gate. Um, and there is actually, uh, from what I've been told, they still use them. A, mm-hmm. a variation of them today and there is one right as you drive over um the where the lake Menomen meets the red cedar river if you drive over that in menominee there is a tainer gate on the right hand side just kind of laying there for display so it's pretty cool to see that is really cool well speaking of the history too the downtown is very historic um correct and there's a lot of buildings that are you know kind of have maintained their old charm right um including the mabel tainter theater um so can you just kind of you know how what is the ambiance like of the downtown and what is their downtown in this especially this street the main street um 
how would you describe that to people who maybe have never been there? And it's interesting because it's kind of a triangle because there's an east-west, a main north-south, mm-hmm. which is Highway yep. 25. But then uh, there's a little bit of an angle street that runs along the lake. And that's mm-hmm. part of uh, 29, I believe. Right. That's Crescent Street. Yeah. And so it's not just a strict crossroads. It's kind of a triangle. Right. It's kind of that downtown area. And, and like I said, we have great boutiques. We have great, great bars. There is a, a brewery downtown. Um, there's music playing on the streets downtown we have a every winter they have a winter days parade so it's very um i i don't like to it's very hallmarky kind of thing but it's a very (laughs) hometown um easy to fall in love there but we have a post office that's a a historic building and the whole downtown we have a historic um commission that you know monitors Mm. so that they're using the correct um colors and and signage and all that kind of stuff, the canopies. And so there's a lot of time and effort put into making sure that that maintains its historic view, its historic value. Yeah, absolutely. Which I I mean, when we were in the downtown area, it was very quaint and it did almost feel like this little snow globe of a place, which was was really (laughs) awesome. Well, and it's right up against the shores of Lake Minoman. We had lunch at one of the bars that, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's on the main street, but it also, you go behind the bar and you can go into the lake. Yeah. And that was really cool because we had just spent, what, a couple of hours out there ice fishing. Right. Yeah. Which the, yes. the ice fishing and I know we're heading into summer, so I don't want to stick on the winter topics for too long. But it really Menominee really is a cool place, I think, for all seasons, you know, because in the winter and ice fishing is such a it's a tricky thing from a producer standpoint to try and film and capture the essence of ice fishing fun because so much of it just feels like we're doing the same thing over and over again and so I remember when we were first chatting about ice fishing in Menominee and you guys wanted to highlight that you guys said you know ice fishing here is really different and it was I mean, <laughs> when we went out there we sat down with a family but um, there was a little boy that came, he was about two years old and he was out there hammering with us and doing all this ice fishing stuff and fishing. Most in impressive the... two year old I've ever oh, met. Oh, was yeah. great. He had a little depth finder attached yeah. to yeah. him the whole He's time. He's very but... excited because it's sap season right oh, now. Oh my so goodness. It's not going to be spring. It is sap season. So, um, <laughs> another thing that we do in, in the area. That's really <laughs> cool. Trees yeah, and it really syrup is. Kind of thing. All year round. Well, that's the fun part. I mean, you can catch your lunch right downtown mm-hmm. yeah. if you want, whether you it's you know ice fishing or regular fishing in Lake Minoman. And uh, also kind of, you mentioned a brewery downtown. There's three breweries in yes. Menominee and they're all actually pretty, I mean, within a half mile, I'd say. Yeah. Three quarters of a mile of downtown. Far apart. Um, we, so Zymergy Brewing is right downtown. Um, we have Brewery Nonick, which is kind of in an old railroad depot. And then Lucette Zymergy's in an old gas station, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's he restored an old gas station. old building. That's beautiful. Really, really and cool. then um, Ryan and, and Ron Vernon remodeled the depot to be exactly like what it was way back when it was being Beautiful. used as a train depot. And so they did a really good job. They did. They did. And then their, their beer's great too. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you have Lucette Brewing, which um, they've been, they've been there for a while and they just added on a 350 person event hall. Gorgeous. Mm. It is gorgeous. So wow. um, it really kind of, they tried to do it so that you could kind of bring the outside inside. So not only can you get great beer and wood fire pizza, um, you could hold an event there too, so, so we're really excited about that. What kind of events have they had? It's it's not even one hundred percent open yet. Okay. So, but they're talking about you know weddings and conventions weddings. and things wow. like that. I think they said about three hundred people they'd be able That's to fit there. That's going to be a great asset for them. They put in new um, 
pizza ovens, one on each end. They put in oh uh, new tap lines in there. So it's a really great, it's a really great addition to our community for sure, because we'll be able to kind of bring more people in. So yeah, yeah I, I don't know great. if it's because we had been outside and really cold weather for so many hours, but man, that pizza and beer was just heavenly. Oh, that was so good. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we had just gotten done with the, on, along the yeah. Red Cedar um, state trail the candlelight ski which was awesome you guys had nestle out there serving hot chocolate yeah. and, oh yeah. that good so swiss miss or conagra swiss miss, is located yeah. in menominee that's one of their their companies is located there and so they make that swiss miss cocoa ah, there. that's what it was so swiss they miss. support they support a lot of organizations right. by donating yeah, yeah, yeah. pudding and hot cocoa is oh it gosh. is it all the hot the swiss miss hot cocoa is made in Menominee, or is it just one of the major production facilities? I'm not facilities? sure, to tell you the truth. I'm not 100% sure of that, but that is one of their biggest products they okay. make is that Swiss Miss. You should call yourself the Swiss Miss City, too. We, we mean, should, huh? Yo, what is Menominee's tagline? We don't really have one, I don't think. Hmm. I, yeah. I feel like you mentioned something earlier that could be a really good A tagline. Swiss Miss college town. Yeah. Oh, something oh like that. My, my little, like, it's... I, it's I, the the place for we don't, we don't have, have everything. everything yeah that but. we don't have everything in Menominee but we certainly have something for everyone yes so, I love that um, depending on what you like to do I mean honestly when you travel if you think of those things a lot of people go to breweries they like to just mm-hmm. hop breweries and try beer a lot of people like to go hiking or biking and we have um, the Menomen Loop which is an eight point three mile loop right around the lake it takes you the entire yeah because that's a sizable lake too it I mean, is that's it's not a pretty a... big lake. So we have that, and then we have the Loggers Loop, which takes you farther out. I think that's like 11 miles. But the southern part of the county will connect to all of Eau Claire County's trails. Mm-hmm. So we do have a very big kind of loop of trails there. It's a big network, yeah. It is a big network of trails. So That's really cool. And you guys also have the Devil's Punch Bowl, which I got to experience in the winter, which was awesome. So I have not gotten to see it in yeah, the let, summer. Yeah, let's get into a couple of these. Some of the natural yeah. landmarks and some of the this parks and facilities that are just outside of town, but certainly of part of Menominee. Yeah, I've seen. right. Do, yeah, give us give us the skinny on the Devil's Punch Bowl. You know, it's it's funny because everyone asks what the Devil's Punch Bowl is. <laughs> it just happened naturally. It's yeah. a natural spring. Um, Landmark Conservancy ended up kind of putting stairs in so you can get down to it. There's all kinds of folklore that go with it. You know, you have to take take treats down to the sprites that live there. And oh, it's, really? Yeah, it's, it's really kind of cute. And But it's it's basically just a beautiful hiking spot with, with little waterfalls and stuff. And honestly, growing up there, I grew up outside of Menominee, but I never knew about Devil's Punch Bowl until I, you know, came back as an adult and went, wow, this has been here this long yeah. and I never even knew. So they just put in brand new stairs down there well, and revived did. it. Yeah, it's I know beautiful. that it was closed for a bit because they were planning on doing that but i didn't Mm -hmm. know it was done yeah it's back open and ready and it kind of it's like layered limestone sort of that you're kind of in not looking at so in a sense it it kind of harkens back to the wisconsin dells some of the beautiful views of the rock formations at the dells Mm. on a smaller scale but you can get it up close and personal with it at devil's punch bowl right so the devil's punch bowl is just down the red cedar state trail you can kind of access it off the trail if you if you uh take a little trip but so the red cedar state trail um if you follow the trail it goes all along the river there as well and again you said the kind of layered sandstone is just Uh a beautiful um beautiful backdrop for your walk or your your bike ride or your ski or your your snowshoeing so yeah and i love that it screams wisconsin when you you see that limestone rock oh i just love that in the summer but again like the winter i mean it really is an all year round i can imagine in the fall it's gorgeous too but in the winter the icicles all freeze and and so there's maybe still a little bit of flowing water back there but a lot of it's just frozen icicles that drip down and it is phenomenal so i got to get over there in the summer but devil's punch bowl i think and i don't think you're alone tammy in the fact that you didn't know that it existed because i think 
so many people i had never heard a bit of it before but i think so many people have no idea that it exists and it's right. i'm surprised by that because when i went there i might i mean my jaw just dropped yeah so so. That, so we have the devil's punch bowl the the parks that we have in menominee are just phenomenal so the two sports that not a lot of people know that we have there fat tire biking mm -hmm. we have several trails there and disc golfing we have five disc golf courses in menominee Five? Five. Wow. And disc golfing is very popular now. Yeah. We, five is a lot to have. I think Milwaukee has like five. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's a huge popular sport there. And actually, um, one of the guys who runs the Menominee Area Disc Golf Association, he we sponsored um, an event that they were having. And he mm. said, we have the number 10 and 11 courses. Really? In the world. Wh in the world? In Menominee. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So... And one of those places that hosts a disc golf um, course is Wakanda Park. Am Wakanda I pronouncing park, that yes. correctly? Yep. And they also have a water park. and They have a water park there. They have pickleball courts. They have the Lions Club game park. So then there's oh, wow. elk, or elk and bison and some deer out there. And it's a really good walking trail through the woods. So, you know, we started talking about some of the outdoor features. Hoffman Hills is a big one in the area. It is. Hoffman Hills is um, uh, kept up by the Friends of the Red Cedar State Trail in, off in Hoffman mm. Hills. And a gentleman named Dick Hoffman actually donated the land um, to be preserved as a natural site. And so there's a big observatory tower that you can hike into. But there's a lot of cross-country skiing and snowshoeing going on there in the winter. But the hiking in the summer is really like that's that's a great spot to do it. So we I love doing that. Do you know how many acres that is, Tammy? I don't. Not sure. Hmm. But it, it's it's fairly big. Yeah, there's a lot of. It is a big one. I remember. I mean, is... like I said, it's been it's been a few years since, you know, I came back to Menominee. But we, you know, when we were kids, we sledded down the hills oh, there, so and it fun. was so it's been there for a long time, and it's a very popular spot for hikers and and um, cross country skiers for sure. So well, and Menominee's natural landform. Uh, you're kind of at the edge, similar to Eau Claire, you're kind of at the northern edge of the Driftless area, just mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you've got some rolling hills and some pretty sizable uh, topography there. We do. And along with Hoffman Hills, we went, including for the show, we went it's over to Woodwind Park. Places. Yes. North and east of Menominee. Not, not very far, but boy, it feels like the middle of nowhere, partially because right. I had no cell service. Yeah, this uh, is definitely there, but... a destination that should be on people's bucket lists, I think. Absolutely. And it, it's it, Woodwind Park has a cool history. I guess it used to be a ski hill. Used to be a ski lodge and golf course. Yeah. And then and... it was n nothing for 30 years. Nobody right. owned it or anything, right? And then this right. couple... One of whom was local, one of whom was not. Mm -hmm. They married each other and came back to Menominee and discovered it. Yeah, they discovered it, and um, they have been in the process of kind of reviving it and and rebuilding and remodeling. And so we're hopeful, you know, fingers crossed that things continue to move in the right direction, that they'll be able to reopen that ski lodge and actually have skiing out there. Um, COVID slowed everything down for them. Mm -hmm. You know, they they bought this property and were so excited and moved back to Menominee right before COVID hit. Yeah. Um, so they <laughs> put it on pause for a little bit and did what they could. We talked about that earlier, kind of getting by, but um, their remodeling plans have started to move forward again. Yeah. So we're excited to see that completely up and running. Yeah, that's nice to see because we went in there and they had, they had a little, uh, little, not a hut, but a little warming station area right. where you and could... Check in chalet, and, and get some food. They're working on a chalet, yes, yeah. and rehabbing an old building in there. Yeah. But and they it's had, big. The yeah. chalet is really big. Mm -hmm. And they had uh, a tubing hill 
which is very popular, and a couple of ice skating rinks, outdoor skating rinks. Yep, tubing, ice skating, snowshoeing, uh-huh. and I think cross-country skiing, too. They had yes. quite yeah. a bit of land out there, so I'm excited to see where it goes, and hopefully, you know, yeah, cross your fingers that it continues, but definitely just the the overall vibe of the place, and I think they actually have have had weddings, or they're trying to you know, make it a space for a, a wedding venue too. And it right. is gorgeous out there. I mean, they have this area where they've, I think, put wooden benches in this right. really beautiful area. I can imagine, you know, lights out there and we stuff. sat around that crackling fire and everything. Um, that yeah, was really there was nice. A, there was a young lady that told them, you know, I want to have my wedding out here. And they said, oh, we're not prepared for that. And she said, well, um, apparently, you know, somebody was a, a lumber guy and then there was an architect and then there was a so she was a graphic designer so they ended up designing Did they all walk into a bar they kind of walked into the woods and <laughs> designed that wedding space so there's a beautiful chapel out there and they designed it oh, and, cool. and made it so that she could have the wedding there so that's something that megan and paul were just like all right we, we're not ready for this but they made them ready and it is beautiful like yeah. there's you say it's way out in the sticks with no cell phone service it is so silent there. You can yeah. practically hear the trees breathe when you're standing in that spot. There is so. a serenity when you're out there that there sure is, is just fantastic. I really like, well, of course, I, I had Sprint at the time, so oh. it's not a shock that we can get cell <laughs> yep, service. Yep. But the thing is, the feel is you're really getting away from it all. But right. it was, what, 15 minutes outside right. of town? It's, it's 15 or 20 minutes north of Menominee. Yeah. yeah. It's, and the, they are just, Megan and Paul are so positive and it seems like they really have, you know, a hands-on approach. So they're, yes. I, I don't know how often they're there. My guess is quite a bit. But the two of them, if you get a chance to meet them, they are so friendly and kind and just humbling. And I think on top of that, too, they have a huge, their big motto was all about play and how as adults, you know, it's really a good thing to get outside and to go and just play again, no matter what age you are. And right. so I think having this place of recreation, because I think they both came from, coaching backgrounds if i'm yep correct and they both lived in i think uh, minnesota and colorado so they brought those experiences with them back to menominee yep those play experiences Mm -hmm. they definitely are Mm -hmm. kind of infusing that into their business plan which is it's great to see so but definitely a place to just re regroup or you know to just take a mental break from the world 100 percent alone with with friends with family bring your kids there it's definitely for everybody I just want to get back to food for a second, because Uh one of the things we wanted to discuss, uh, even though the town where it's originally headquarters is is a little ways away, is the Ellsworth Cooperative Creamery. Yes. Because we are Wisconsin, we love our cheese, and Menominee is no exception. We do love our cheese. Um, Ellsworth Cooperative Creamery just opened up a location oh it's just out it's still in the city limits but on uh, it's a little bit out of Menominee but they purposely installed like viewing windows so you can walk in and see the entire process of cheese making oh wow so there's an educational element to it um and that means that cheese curds are closer to us but their primary <laughs> cheese that they make at this place is munster oh that's, their, that's, that's my favorite cheese it, i know i love it wow um so but, they make great curds yes and fried curds Mm. Munster melts the best. It has a good salt ratio, and it's got the great really? pull. And I'm sounding like Josh. What's happening? You to are. Me? Yeah, he rubbed cheese off on you. Got pizza, right? <laughs> You've been spending time with him lately. Well, we hang out and eat cheese once yeah. in a while. So you know, <laughs> you got to go here now. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, Ellsworth has been a great community partner, especially since they mm. came in. So um, we're excited to see them grow. And if you go in there, they do have a little deli in there where you can 
get fried cheese curds mm. along with some ice cream and sandwiches and stuff. So it actually was a really great addition to the tourism side of things because we oh, talked sure. about how we're we're right in between Eau Claire and Minneapolis, and that makes it so. And, and honestly, it's it's a mile off of the interstate. This mm-hmm. this creamery is so it makes it very easy for tour buses to come in, or if mom and dad are you know on their way to the Mall of America with the kids, they can stop and feed them and grab cheese curds and learn something about how the cheese is made. So it is. I I go in there and I'm. I am just fascinated by what you can learn there. Yeah, get your protein in. That's cool. Yeah, that Ellsworth chose there because, you know, Ellsworth is a little bit southeast of Minneapolis in Pierce yes. County, and it's the cheese curd capital of Wisconsin. It is. So the fact that they went not too far away for another major facility, right. they chose Menominee. That's right. pretty cool. Right. And, and we do, so Ellsworth actually, the, the Ellsworth location makes the cheese curds. So the Menominee location does not make the curds, but we carry them. So, but I said, like I said, the primary place for, or the primary cheese that they make there is that Munster cheese that they're yeah. famous for. And so I, you can I still guess. see cheese making. Yeah, they nice. still make all the cheese there. They just don't make the curds there. Yeah. Now, you might want to take your curds to the races and really get some spectator stuff. And we're going into the summer season, and there is a really cool speedway in Menominee. You know, we have two, actually. So the we have Thunder Hill Speedway, which is a go-kart track. Oh, yes. Which is just outside of Menominee. And then we have the Red Cedar Speedway, which is a third mile clay track Mm -hmm. um and they have races every friday night they have a famous like the big punky mater race in september is a three-day race so um again you look at the tourism opportunities in menominee and that is huge for Mm us it's loud it's dirty it is (laughs) fun track racing fun um and and you know i I had gone to the races a couple times when I was younger and now have kind of, we've started to go again because it's fun to be there and it's fun to see the action. And mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people who that's basically, you know, that's their religion during the, during the summer. Sure. That's what they do. They go to the racetrack. So, and you can tell because they, they wear the airbrush t-shirts of their favorite drivers. Oh, I that, see that yeah. all over the place. Is that how yeah. you can spot them? Well, and I love that this is, it's very different from what we've been talking about, which is the nature trails and the ice fishing, which is a little bit more, you know, slow paced. And then you can go do this thing that's an adrenaline junkie kind, you know, right. something that is a little bit more quick and loud. And then, you know, you can go back to the hiking or, you know, grab a meal or go to the brewery or something. And, and you get a little bit of everything and it really can feel like you could fill your whole weekend with oh. so many things but not you know it doesn't have to be all loud or all quiet or you know there absolutely. is a little bit of everything which is great you have a buffet of choices absolutely like so that. the um mabel tainer they're they're getting in pretty well-known actors mm. or, or mm-hmm. performers there so like a couple of weeks ago we went and saw marty stewart there great oh, performance nice. yeah Very but fun. the key is it only holds 270 people in that theater it is a very intimate theater. So when you have uh, somebody there that is well known, mm-hmm. it's really cool <laughs> yeah. because you can actually just see them. So if you're looking at something to do for the weekend, you could easily, you know, go to the races, go to the Mabel, go to the Rossback Museum. There's so many things that you could fit in and make it a weekend long, you know, event with your family. Yeah. Oh, and- yeah. The museum. Tell us more about that. Um, the museum is uh, Russell J. Rossback Museum. It is a beautiful location. They have, um, it's the Dunn County Historical Society. So they have a bunch of exhibits in there about the Craft State Bank robbery, about Story Lords. <laughs> so there's some cool stuff in there just to see a little bit about the history. But they also, um, so the, the museum has a place called Holtby Hall, which is a meeting space. But then there's also Fulton's Workshop. So they concentrate on 
it's kind of a maker space. You can go in there. Oh, those and are cool. See, they have a Rube, Rube Goldberg mm-hmm. um, display that apparently won something. But you can go in there and try your own at making it. There's a marble wall. It's it's rubber bands, so it's a very cool kind of makers and learning space in there. Um, but every year they have Wakanda Wonderland, so everybody you can buy a you know, sponsor a Christmas tree and light up Christmas trees. So that's one of their big events throughout the years. Again, bringing families and bringing the community together. Um, but they are, they're a huge part of what we do. And the Historical Society has done a lot trying to um, really revive kind of that, that area in Wakanda Park too. So that's another thing in Wakanda Park is the Dunn County Historical Society. So It's not named after the Black Panther movie setting, It though, is right? not. It is Just not. Just coincidence? Sorry, that part is, that, that, coincidence really coincidence <laughs> we don't have any of that there because that so. makes people's ears perk up they're it like sure really? does. yeah it sure we does just, we can just pretend yeah oh, yeah well and there's you know we talked about you know, museums and maker spaces and creativity there's also some beautiful sculptures and murals yes throughout the city that people can enjoy when they're doing all of these other things right we just installed um six sculptures last year as part of the menominee sculpture tour and we're looking at installing three more this year wow. and basically that was the it was it was so cool to just see them put up and people just standing there and like, wow, wow. When they put them up. Yeah. yeah. This is a Menominee. There's a beautiful harp right outside the Mabel Tainer. It belonged there. It should always have been there. Um, but the sculpture tour, we work with sculpture tour Eau Claire and they helped us choose the sculptures and install because that is a big it's it's a big mess that I would never want to be involved in. But we work closely <laughs> with them so they can help us. But um so we have the sculptures, but we also, last year, um, we had an artist come into town and paint a Welcome to Menominee mural, a huge mural on the side of a building. Um, so that's it's super exciting. And then we have another guy who painted, um, worked with Stout to paint a mural at Stout, and then he also painted pictures on the back of Ted's Pizza Palace. That one, That's a shout-out for Josh. Um, <laughs> he painted the Greek uh, process for making pizza, on the back wow. of the so there's a lot of public art and that was one of the things that we really I really wanted to make sure that we put in Menominee because it's it's there's no economic barriers so if you're yeah. coming to Menominee and you simply just want to spend a weekend but you have you know the kids and whatever and you just want to be able to enjoy nature and art it's very easy to do it well, so and you know I always feel like murals on on a wall for some reason when you enter into a new town and you've never been there before you know you always see that little green population sign that's on mm-hmm. the side of the road right but but when you enter into a town and you get to see a mural it it screams community to me it absolutely does and the mural is actually it's all historical value so there's pic- history mm-hmm. pictures and he very methodically developed each letter and each letter contains you know pictures of of the Mabel Tainer and pictures of the the lake and so it's it's a very cool mural and every time you go there there's something different that pops out at you that's very very cool nice yeah that's great so I mean we've covered a lot of things if you're road tripping there I like to name the highways of course it's I-94 US 12 highways 25 29 they all bring you there they do and uh, just a beautiful area in town and for all the surrounding recreational opportunities, nature and more. So if people wanted to plan, you know, their trip to Menominee, obviously listening to this bonus podcast episode uh-huh. helped. But where can they go to get more resources? Um, ExploreMenominee.com. So on there we have a full listing of events that are coming up. We have a full listing of all of the lodging 
opportunities. We have a listing of all of the kind of natural spaces and the event venues and the restaurants and the cool breweries. And so there's there's plenty going on. And, and uh, that, that website can kind of walk you through all of it. Okay. And you guys are on Instagram. We are on Instagram and and the TikTok. And... Well, I know that I had a blast when I was there. So I hope other folks get to check it out and, and get to your website and start planning something um, because the community there was awesome. Everybody that we met was not just somebody in passing. They sat down, they chatted with us. And, you know, we learned a lot about the town in just a couple of days. And mm-hmm. everyone was so kind and appreciative and, and just they were fun. Ultimately, yeah. the community was just fun. Any age, they were all great people. So... Yeah, very, very much a, a great place. A great time. So exploremenominee.com, M-E-N-O-M-I-E. M-E-N-O-M-O-N-I-E. Menominee, yeah. And Lake yeah. Menomen. Lake Menomen. Yes. In Menominee, yes. M-E-N-O-M-O-N-I-E. Uh, Instagram, at Menominee. Yep. Facebook, Menominee. Yes. Uh, TikTok, Menominee. So, all right, Tammy, Simon, thank you so much for joining us in the cabin. Thank you. It was a great time. Yeah. We'll hopefully see you soon. And today's bonus episode of The Cabin was hosted and produced by Eric Paulson and me, Anna Elise Beckman, with guest Tammy Simon from the Menominee Chamber. Audio engineering and video teasers by Logan Ingram with social media by Adeline Savanak. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com. And don't forget to leave that review.